0: Do you want to hear some of the things from my list of reasons my toddler got mad at me?
1: Yes, I do. Absolutely. Always.
0: I wouldn't let her steal a plastic gourd from a coffee shop.
1: That's something you would do, though. You're not
0: wrong. I've i watched
1: th- you. You stole a p- Stop. You stole a whole
0: pitcher. I still have that pitcher.
1: Hey Alexis. What? What's shaken and bacon baby? I wanted to paint that on my pumpkins, but I couldn't figure <laughs> out how I wanted to do it, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Should we try to carve your mom's a hoax pumpkins? I thought about painting my logo on it. I or love my that. logo, our logo, but I felt like it was gonna be too hard and I didn't wanna do that. I, I painted you, a pumpkin with a cowboy hat
0: instead. <laughs> yeehaw pumpkin <laughs> yeehaw um, um
1: boo if you will it's spooky <laughs> season bitches
0: welcome to your mom's a hoax it's officially october and you know what that means i've it's hit like my
1: peak white spookies. girl
0: yeah uh, except for i okay controversial opinion um i don't like pumpkin spice same flavor me neither It's just, I want to. Mm -hmm. I really, I want to. Yeah, but I can't. And every year I try it at least once thinking maybe I can get behind this and I can't. Every year I'm disappointed. No, it's not it. But I will drink my mocha and pretend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a a cinnamon dolce latte kind of girl. And nothing will change that. Mocha latte, whipped cream on top. (laughs) I
1: don't like (laughs) that. I don't like Whoop. whipped cream on <laughs> anything else, but I do like it on my, like, mochas and my hot chocolates.
0: Okay. Word.
1: Otherwise, whipped cream is disgusting.
0: I can't relate to that sentiment. Well, well what's going on, my guy? How are you? Um,
1: I'm good. I'm good. Not much going on over here. Just hanging out with the dogs. I feel that. Um... Oh, I did have a different cold open, but I'm just going to do a story time right now instead. I Ooh. had an encounter with a Karen. <gasps> this man. Spility.
0: Oh, my God. It was a Chad. It was a Chad, a, I guess. A male Karen. <gasps>
1: wow. But like, I don't know. So I'm like walking my dog who mm-hmm. had not peed over here. Mind you, she had peed like over b- towards my apartment. And I'm, like, Mm -hmm. walking in the green, like, the area by my apartment or whatever, and, like, she likes to go to the bathroom over here by these air conditioners. I don't know why. It's just where she likes to go, okay? She's just vibing with it. She likes to do number two over there. And I had my little bag in my hand, and I was, like, waiting for her to do her thing, and I was going to pick it up and scuttle inside. (sighs) And this man leans over on his patio, and he goes, why is your dog pissing next to my air conditioner? First of all, sir... (laughs) you this is an apartment complex
0: it's not yours
1: this is nobody's air conditioner fuck off <laughs> <laughs> number two your camcorder from 1997 get out of here like he had his can he had a camcorder full out the thing was flipped and everything <gasps> it was blue and he's, like, pointing it at me. He's like, why you let your dog piss over here? I was like, sir, my dog did not piss over here. You can roll the tape back. And then I walked away. <laughs> I uh-huh. was like, I can't. I didn't tell him to roll the tape back, but I was just like, sir, she did not pee over here. And this is not your air conditioner. <laughs> like, this, is, this is not yours. This is not yours. You I did not even own that apartment. I'm just trying to, like, let my dog go to the bathroom. Like, leave me alone. And then um, I had another man the other day who was absolutely flabbergasted that we did not get his email. And the email that he sent it to was (coughs) www.myjobswebsite.com. Sir, you can't
0: email a website. (gasps) Contrary to popular belief, um, that is not an email. It's not an email address. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, I emailed the
1: email inside of the book and like, nobody ever called me back or nobody ever emailed me back and I was like what What did you email and he was like www.blahblahblah.com and I was like no like, well and then I was like well I can do some research on this on your question and like get back to you he said well do you have my email sir how am I supposed to just have that
0: why would I just have that information
1: <laughs> like what But how do you that's not how it works you have to give it to me
0: i working working as a glorified receptionist um at at a company the first company i worked at mm-hmm. outside of college like after college um mm-hmm. produced the most infuriating moments of my life yeah like genuinely i distinctly remember <laughs> I worked for a, a home inspection company um, that shall re- name, remain nameless, mm-hmm. and we worked with a lot of real estate agents, and I had one call and, like, verbatim said, don't send me any inspectors that are older or disabled because I don't want to have to feel bad for anyone. Oh?
1: what an asshole
0: literally (laughs) like like,
1: who the fuck do you think you
0: are i like i think you could audibly hear my jaw drop like what do you you even say back to that
1: i just didn't i just i just like yeah i would just
0: keep going i guess because like what are you (laughs) well she started laughing and i was like i am just gonna immediately move on from this
1: um, my mom says that if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. <laughs> what the actual fuck? Like, people don't think. Like, and do you not have anything better to do? Like, mind your own business. I
0: just, like, ooh. It rubbed me the wrong way. I did, oh, not, yeah. I did not appreciate it. But sure. I did not enjoy my phone call. And she called frequently. I did not enjoy my phone calls with her.
1: I'd be like, you're going to talk to somebody else, not I yeah i'm i can't
0: <laughs> so, i i'm not
1: oh mm. well mm. it Answer is spooky and season and we've got spooky tales for you guys we
0: do uh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, spooky all right well shall we flip this coin i think we shall Let's
1: do it. Okay. Back at it again this week. Sorry, and there's a gnat in here. You oh, got to supposed to call, call it my it. tails.
0: <laughs> I forgot what we were doing. There's
1: a gnat in here.
0: It is heads, and that means it's me. I get to start. Yeah. Okay. So this week, um, we're doing a little bit of lore. Ooh. Which is sweet. one of my fave. So we are talking about gin's. Okay. Not the um, alcohol. No, not the alcohol. So gin as in like gin's backslash genie. Yeah. I've heard just of them. for yeah, just for some. So they're like kind of where... If I if I understand it correctly, this was a lot of information to take in. But if I understand it correctly, like this lore is where genies kind of oh okay came from.
1: They're a little so, bit spookier than genies, though. Yeah.
0: Oh, a couple of them are okay, and we'll get into it. All right, it's very very interesting. I'm excited. So, what is a gen? um now it depends on the kind like the belief system mm-hmm. but a jinn is um basically a creature of extraordinary abilities who was created by allah okay there are also people who believe that jins are simply magical creatures and don't really associate with any creation story okay but we'll be talking a lot about their history and the tradition within the islamic culture kind of for a background mostly okay cool so in the islamic tradition um and just you know because i know just little off the top um i am not islamic um we did our best to be very um conscious of what research we were putting into this and so if there's anything that i am getting incorrect or i'm missing um or that i i don't know i i want to make sure that i'm being conscious of what i'm saying Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so feel like absolutely feel free to correct me um yeah absolutely feel free to correct me if it's um you know there and and needed i always appreciate it
1: um my general understanding of the Islamic religion comes from the fact that I took a world history class twice, because the first time I failed it, but the second time I passed, and the info is still there. Um, yeah. But, I can't promise that I I'm not an expert, at all. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, Um. so just, this is going based off of the research that, you know, and obviously like there are so many sources for for research on so many different religions. So, right. this is what we pulled um so yeah i just want to just want to make sure that we're being conscious of of what we're saying but let's get into it Mm -hmm. so um okay so based on the research that um we put together in the islamic tradition the jinn are generally referenced in two different ways right so the first way is that they are the opposite of which is something that maintains a shape. So, what this kind of implies is that it is impossible for a human to de- to detect them with, like, sensory organs. That classification is not only applied to djinns, it's also applied to angels and demons. I'm lost already. <laughs> yeah, it's it gets a, a little... Complicated. I mean, like, because you said the thing about, like, holding its shape or whatever. So, okay, like, how I understand it is, like, humans hold a shape. Like, we are physical beings. Okay. These do not. Okay. Necessarily. They just be out there
1: existing. Yes.
0: All right. And the general rule of thumb is... All demons and angels are djinn, but not all djinn are angels and demons. Okay. Like, not all whiskey is bourbon.
1: Wait, hold on. (laughs) All bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon? Is that it? I don't know. I don't drink either whiskey or bourbon. Uh, I think yeah, I think all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon.
0: I, I mean, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. I don't know. I'll let you guys know if that's right or wrong at some point. <laughs> I uh, I don't drink really at all, so.
1: Okay, so well, I don't drink whiskey either, but
0: aside from the occasional wine cooler. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. The second way that djinns are understood and perceived is that they are like an invisible entity that were created from smokeless fire.
1: Smoke, like a
0: flightless bird. What is this? <laughs> they so kind of what I gathered is that they are elusive creatures. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah they're they're elusive creatures is what i'm gonna go with okay. um but they have similar like they're similar to humans in, w- in which like they like their motivations are similar to humans um and their needs are similar to humans Okay, so they also like eat and drink um reproduce you know they have a life cycle i mean can um, they take like a physical form yeah, I think some can, yeah.
1: Okay, but not
0: normally? There's a lot of different types of gin, and we'll get okay. into that. Okay. But, um, they do have, like, a life cycle, mm-hmm. but they are known to live much longer than humans. Okay. So, okay. and they they're also, like, faster and stronger, so they're kind of, like... Humans two point Okay, sort of. All right. From what I understand, yeah. So that's the vibe I'm getting. All right. Um. They also like. Kind of have the same understanding. Like. They could be believers or non-believers, um, and could also like they they also have a concept of like heaven or hell. Okay so we've got some there's there's some some similarities between jinn and humans yeah for sure there are also a lot of difference differences yeah humans do interact with jinns. a majority of humans um are not able to like see them unless they want to be seen okay but there are a few like notable people um that have been known to be able to communicate with them so in the islamic tradition um muhammad which is the last prophet of allah um was sent as a prophet not only to humans but to the jinn as well okay (laughs) Uh uh-huh and there were also other prophets and messengers that were able to communicate with the jinn um so that they could also have salvation Again, this is all based on the research that that we've collected so please tell me if I'm missing something um, or if there's another viewpoint because I'm, I'm always up for it for sure so according to the research Surah 72 in the Quran is devoted to the explanation of the jinn and their existence on earth um, and it also tells of I need to make sure that... I'm going to try and say this right. Iblis? No idea. Which is similar to our understanding of Satan. Okay. And he's thought to be a djinn. Okay. I'm
1: just... I haven't said a lot because I'm just trying to understand at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's a (laughs) lot to take in. I had to read over this several times um, and i'm still trying to wrap my head around it <laughs> we'll get there together <laughs> yes so another islamic prophet um, who was also a part of christianity and um, who may have had interaction with the jinn was king solomon so okay. that's kind of interesting yeah. right um and so islamic tradition Indicates that he was able to speak with animals and jinn, um, and that he also had control over rebellious jinn. So the legend says that his um like abilities gave him the power to make rebellious jinn build the first temple, um, and allow him to learn cures for illnesses that were inflicted on humans by the jinn. what
1: so he wants okay so the okay so the djinn are like hurting the humans because some of them yes some of them and then this guy is like a djinn wrangler it it would
0: seem yes and he is like stop doing that basically (laughs) Yeah, so it seems like that's part of his ability, He was able to, like, talk to them and, like, have control over them if, if they're being rebellious. A gin whisperer. A, yes, a gin whisperer. Okay. <laughs> ah! So, going into kind of the creation of the djinn. You don't have to say the word testicles this week, do you? No, I don't think so. I think okay. we avoid the word testicles. Um, so according to the Islamic tradition the race of the jinn were created on Thursday um, same day this podcast drops look at that is, look at us so uh, um, you know and of, of course like there are some who take that interpretation literally like it, essentially like they were created the day after the angels were created um, and they were said to be created out of a mix of fire or from smokeless fire Um, and some yeah some people do take that literally um but there are also like some that believe of course like even with christianity there are some people that take the story of genesis literally and some that take it more figuratively Mm -hmm. you know um so when you say thursday so so like any given thursday like what so (laughs) i think it's like it's i understood it in terms of um, like the, like kind of like the reference I kind of gave myself when I was reading this is, you know, like how in in the story of Genesis like you have on the first day on the second day, like all the way through, like Yeah. Same kind of like thing.
1: Okay. But they call it similar Thursday kind of back thing. then? Like, wh- like it just threw me off that you're like, yeah, Thursday. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I uh, <laughs> you said it so casually <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's what the research says is that like they were created on the days i'm doing you. my best i want to be I'm respectful to everyone's religion <laughs>
1: No, I think, I don't think that we're even in the ballpark of being disrespectful. I just Go thought it was funny that you were like, yeah, he was made on a Thursday, and know? a Thursday, yeah. Yeah, he penciled that into his fucking calendar, or what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> so. So, like. So the jinn were made after angels, um, and from what I understand, after the jinn were created, humans were created. So well, I just um, don't
1: understand why we've created the angels and the jinn, and both of them some dope as hell. I won't lie, and then they created us. Yes, and I get spooked. By pictures I see on the internet, on accident, that scare me.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but there were like things that concerned um, Allah when creating the jinn because they were very prideful and mm. thought that they were greater than Allah. So that that could have been part of it. Um, Eggs, yeah. So, their like understanding of the world was much more subject to um corrupt corru- wow, corruption and injustice.
1: Mm.
0: um and Allah tried to warn them of this, but they were all ignored. So they're just like anarchy all over the place, yeah? Yes. Awesome. so they were they were very prideful beings. Um, so, basically, because the jinn were so prideful. Um, Allah sent the angels down to fight them and cleanse the earth. Okay. (laughs) Right. So after the battle, all but a few of the evil jinn had been destroyed. And it was at that time that um, Allah decided to make humans.
1: Oh, we just left a couple of those jinn.
0: Okay, hold on. We did all of this in a day? So I think it's like...
1: Like, i don't were, think it's really days
0: yeah we're like expanding our understanding of like days so it's like thousands of years but it's also like wednesday thursday friday yeah. So we're really expanding our understanding of time because you know
1: creators time's not
0: real time's not real um and especially to somebody like a, who to the creator of the universe I, I assume they don't need to really abide by standard time <laughs> I just think it's funny that we're
1: like, ah, oh, yes, let's bend space and time on our podcast and talk about that and, like, about how we really have to understand that it wasn't
0: literal days, but let's still call it Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday. Well, because I think we're still, <laughs> like, like humans have a desire to, like, put labels on things. Like, even though it was thousands of years later, like, we're still looking to, like, label things in our understanding of time and space.
1: I guess. It helps me, though, to understand it as thousands of years apart and not like, oh, yes, and then this morning, I made the humans. (laughs) Like,
0: what? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it feels very, like, yeah, it feels very similar, like, the Genesis story where it's like, we just did everything one day apart, but, like, not really. Right. So, um... Allah created the humans out of clay from the earth. Um, cool. And once the humans had been created, um, He showed this creation to all of the angels and the jinn that were left um, and uh, ordered that they bow before the first man. Um, and, you know, most of the jinn and the angels were obedient. But we're going back to the one named Iblis? Iblis? Yeah. Um, And he refused to bow before Adam, the first man. Well, like... uh, Yeah, this man can't do shit! Yeah, so his whole thing was, you know, I'm made of smokeless fire and not clay, so I'm more superior and I'm not going to bow to them.
1: I think it's more like
0: this guy's gonna get taken out by the common cold.
1: <laughs> and I can
0: shapeshift. <laughs> like, <laughs> hello? Oh. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But because of that arrogance, Allah banished him from heaven and condemned him to hell. Yeah, And, uh, and maybe accepted would I that.
1: Would I have gotten banished?
0: <laughs> She's I like, if the shoe fits, wear it. True. <laughs> but um, essentially, like, and again, like, this is from my understand. This is from the research that we pulled. So, with all of this, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I'm just gonna keep saying that because I feel like it's important. I'm. J- uh, yeah, this is where I'm at. Um. Okay. So it's look. It's hard enough for me to understand the religion I grew up with. Oh, I'm, I'm trying sure. to understand. It, hey, we're all just along for the ride, my guy. He accepted this fate, but he asked that he may be spared until Judgment Day so that he could tempt the humans from the path of righteousness and lead him, lead them to the same fate. And, and Allah was like, yeah, sure. So Allah, from what I understand, said yes but no. Okay. He didn't give... And he didn't give him any power over the humans, um, but it seems like he did give them free will so that if they were going to be led from the righteous path, it would be because of their own temptations and transgressions, and not because Iblis had power over them.
1: Oh, okay. So you just wanted to make our lives fucking hard.
0: Yeah, I mean, same concept of, like, the devil.
1: No, yeah, I, I'm picking up on the similarities here. Yeah. But, like, why? Why you gotta make it harder than it has to be? Why I can mean, you like, just be like, actually, no, we're not gonna do that.
0: <laughs> I personally struggle with the idea of hell and the devil in any religion. I struggle Agreed. with that concept quite a bit. I think it's maybe a fear tactic scare tactic it's, whatever you want to call it yeah it's it's a that, that's a that's a tough concept for me for sure i, yeah. I have a hard time wrapping my head around that Agreed. Okay. Okay. so there is some debate over whether iblis is an angel or a djinn okay. a lot of people claim that without a doubt he's a djinn why mostly because of the rule of thumb that all angels are djinn but not all djinn are angels also because of the fact that he like directly disobeyed Allah and angels really can't be disobedient so it really only makes sense that a jinn would be disobedient oh okay okay makes sense so we've got that history it was a lot to take in we've processed a lot it's a lot of information and I hope that I did it well now we're gonna get into the types of jinn because there are several
1: there are a lot I mean, how many
0: were left after
1: this battle? Because I'm picturing, like, seven. I think it was more than seven. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, you gotta
0: remember, they can also reproduce.
1: Well, then what was the point in killing all of them? Like, why did we even have a battle in the first place? Maybe just to show them what's up?
0: Fucking power move? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. So, let's get into it. Okay. So... There are several different types that kind of exist within, but jinn also have, like, their own subspecies. So, some are good, some are evil, some are neutral. There, there's, there's a lot of them. Okay. So, the first that we're gonna kind of touch on is Ifrit. And I'm okay. doing my best to pronounce all of these. Um, doing better than me. So, they are thought to frequent ancient ruins okay um chilling there are a lot of myths that say that like they protect protect um different egyptian pyramids and burial grounds um and it's generally thought that if someone tries to open these um areas without having like an anti-spell or i guess like a some type of protection spell um they'll come and like kill them rip that's yeah fucking scary So, they are known to live in societies that are similar to the humans, so they've got royalty and social rankings, um, different Mm -hmm. tribes and clans, um, and they generally prefer to marry other Ifrit, but they are also known to marry humans and have children with them. So, they can take on, like, a physical form. Like, I'm trying
1: to understand how they have, like, full-blown communities and lives and wants and needs and
0: shit when they're, like, dust. (laughs) Again, we gotta remember they can jinn. It's believed that jinn can be seen if they want to be seen. Oh, uh, okay. So they can be vibing. Yeah. Okay. So it is also known that they do have the power to grant wishes, um, and they do have free will. Free will, um, and in general, these are considered to be wicked and malevolent creatures, and they should be avoided yikes okay good to know
1: yeah up until
0: you said that i kind of wanted to be their friend yeah so it seems like some of them are like vibing with the humans and like up for marriage um but it seems like as a whole like you don't really know what you're gonna get so and that's what with the if
1: what is it if oh, i if he As well. i believe
0: is how you say it. okay yeah so that that's them um so generally avoid them which i mean like i personally think um that you should not try and open burial grounds or ancient ruins in general i feel like we've had so many movies that tell us not to do that yeah um Mm -hmm. that we probably just shouldn't do it yeah for sure seems like that's kind of the answer there but again if you're gonna do it call us after if you live yeah
1: yeah But don't, don't do it. Sounds like a bad idea.
0: Yeah, it seems like a, like a mistake. So then there are the Marid. And they are generally the most well-known type of djinn. Okay. And thought to be the most powerful. Alright. So they are the type of djinn that, like, our understanding of, like, genies come from. Okay. And so they can, like, kind of shift form um And that the word "Marid" itself means giants, so they're they're large. Um, cool. They are also able to grant wishes, and they're likely the source of that three wishes legend.
1: Oh, why does um, he need to be able to grant wishes? Why is know. there all this like cool lore surrounding the humans? And then it's like, and then he made you guys from dirt, literally. <laughs> and for some reason, you're supposed to be the chosen one. Like fucking hello, <laughs> right? I, right. The common colds will be what takes me out. If there's too many leaves on a tree in a certain season,
0: I'm done. Yeah, for <laughs> real though. So you can get wishes, but they do come at a at a price, um, and most of the time, that price is uh, you have to like battle it out. Like with the gin.
1: With the gin, yeah. I'm gonna stub my toe and want to so die. So I'm, I'm not losing. gonna get
0: my wish. Yeah. <laughs> now they can be made to grant witches if they're imprisoned with magic or if there's a ritual performed in their honor okay
1: but if i perform the ritual in their honor yeah they really like like flattery like a lot of flattery is this gonna somehow bite me in the ass in the end probably yeah oh okay well i was like can i just throw them a party
0: Uh, they would probably appreciate that but you need like a lot of flattery to gain their favor like they want to be like it would be a great party (laughs) she's like I'm I'm gonna throw a great party
1: (laughs) the met gala on crack hell yeah hell yeah now next up are the ghouls
0: ghouls are jinn I thought ghouls were goats um, so, according to this, ghouls are a type of jinn, um, and they are the most feared because they can shapeshift, um, and they do prey on humans. Great. Now, all djinn are scary, but ghouls are especially scary because they crave human flesh. Oh, wonderful. Right. And most of the time, they're pretty cool with feeding on a corpse, uh, but they also like to eat living people. So, they generally hang out in, like, graveyards, ruins, and generally places that are not inhabited. Well, if you're hanging out there, you're not going to find
1: anybody alive, but
0: yes, um, stay they over do, there. they do travel in packs, great, um, and they tend to attack people that travel alone or in small groups because they can be outnumbered by said ghoul packs.
1: Don't go anywhere alone starters. You should never go anywhere. A buddy system everywhere. But now, the most feared we're going to need
0: lots of people to make a very yes. large buddy system. <laughs> yes. Um, and the most feared are female ghouls because they can appear as normal like mortal women and they're generally very beautiful and they play the long game. Um, so they'll convince a human man to marry them and then devour them literally yes they will literally eat him that's very praying
1: mantis of her It is. like mm. <laughs> Like that's just a lot of work like who's trying to, i'm not trying to plan a whole wass wedding
0: yeah. now but see can the gin can do the gin pay insurance do they have taxes i don't I mean, maybe, because, like, they do have, like, human-esque societies, but maybe they just didn't feel like implementing that.
1: Mm.
0: Maybe they were like, insurance is dumb and we don't want it.
1: Or she's like, I'm going to marry this man, knowing that I'm going to eat him later, mm-hmm. and I will be taking out a large life insurance policy. That would be smart. But yeah. that's also implying that gin currency is similar to human currency. I think I have to assume that they are, like living in our society but it's a society of jinn you know does that make sense could be yeah i think it's more likely like, i think it's less likely that they have their own
0: because i mean they'd have to be in like a different plane my child has uh, opinions about this your child's but opinions yeah. a lot <gasps> yes yeah, she does yeah i don't i mean yeah they could also just be like hidden societies Like, they're just hiding. Because if they don't have to be
1: seen... Okay, I understand. Okay, okay, fair. If they don't have to be seen, they could have their own hidden life, whatever. They're just vibing. But if they're going to come out into the real world and, like, marry humans, it just makes me think that it's more likely that they've conformed
0: to our society. They could have. I mean, like, if you're, like... If you're, like... Like, if you prefer to eat living people, then I think it's worth the...
1: worth the effort I guess I mean I guess but like to plan a whole wedding
0: maybe it's a shotgun wedding right Vegas well, I don't know we're doing what they want that's fair I
1: guess but like uh, that's still a lot of work I don't know
0: but so the next it's, type of gin oh there's more oh yeah there's so many more okay we got a lot to go through my guy nice so the next type of gen are hin, and they tend to appear as dogs and other animals no uh, I will get taken out by a dog so they are generally spotted in Arabia Persia and India and uh, it may be thought that these dogs will, like this type of djinn will lure foreign soldiers into the desert um, and then disappear. And then like, they're gone.
1: Yeah, it sounds about, and then what? They die out there in the desert and then they eat them.
0: I guess. But like, there was like, so apparently, and this may be something that we also have to get into on a later date. Uh, but apparently there were strange dogs that would lure like these soldiers into the desert during World War II oh I don't like that so apparently that was a thing yeah right and then there's Jan Jan? yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> so they're shapeshifters and they also live in the desert but they are some of the most open-minded and friendly jinn to interact with humans
1: alright Jan trying to hang they're, out with
0: you. They were some of the first djinn that did interact with the humans. um, And they generally appear in the form of whirlwinds and white camels.
1: Is that just because they want to be a camel? Yeah,
0: I mean... I think that's a choice. That's fine. That's what they want to be. They can still be mischievous. um, (laughs) Because sometimes they do appear as oasises. Um... Oh, then you get there and there's nothing, it's like a mirage. Yeah. Rip. So, you know, but even despite that, they do seem to be powerful allies because they are the enemies of the ghouls. Mm. So you need to be friends with them. Yes. Um, yes. And they, they are known to help in at times of war.
1: Cool.
0: So if they decide that one army is righteous, they'll protect those warriors. Um, but if they deem that, uh, like, an army is unworthy, they will intervene and cause trouble. Yikes. Um. Yeah. That's not
1: good. Just be neutral, I guess. Yeah. Or help so, everybody. Whatever. I don't know. If
0: you, it seems like if you've got, like, a, a solid, like, like, a solid moral compass, they'll probably be a little mischievous, but they'll still, like, help you for the most part. Okay. I can live with that. Yeah. So um there are also sila they are also ship shaped sh- ship shapeders shape shifters ship 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 and they are thought to be pretty tolerant of people compared to most other gins. Me fucking um, too
1: i'm pretty tolerant of people but that's about as friendly as i get
0: <laughs> they do like to meddle i like they to do, do a little like meddle they do like to meddle Yeah, they do like to meddle, uh, but they're, like, it's pretty unlikely that you'll ever see one of them because they are barely rarely, like, sighted. Well, that sucks. They sound like the most fun. Yeah, I mean, like, they, so they do like to meddle, but, like, it's generally with the attempt to help, but, like, uh, they seem like they've got, like, a little bit of a fun kind of edge to them. I
1: could do a little meddling, a little innocent. Crackheadery,
0: a little bit, you know. So next up is a palace. They have a lot of similarities to the vampires of Europe. Okay. Um. So they do live in the desert, and they drain the blood from all of their victims by licking the soles of their feet.
1: That's gross
0: yeah they're also (laughs) they're also not very bright um so you can outsmart them pretty easy if you just like sleep with like another person with like the soles of your feet touching Um, oh oh they're they're not gonna try very hard no they're not very bright (laughs) you can outsmart them pretty (laughs) easy
1: (laughs) they're like ah no soles here rip (laughs) and they leave oh no (laughs) can i just wear socks
0: Oh, that's a good point. Would socks work? I don't know. Hmm, things to or think about. Sh- shoes. I feel like shoes would work better than socks.
1: Yeah, I feel like that would work. For yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't either. Hmm. Up next, we do have the Kareem. They're pretty interesting. So, it's thought that every person is born with their own Kareem. Oh. And uh, it's kind of like the idea that, like, each person has one, and, like, that is the thing that causes them to do bad things. Oh. Yeah. So, it is possible to make your Kareem your servant, but that process takes a long time, and it can be pretty dangerous. Mm-hmm. If you manage to do it, it's pretty rewarding. Um. But, who has the time? Yeah. So it it's thought that um the Prophet Muhammad, uh, did uh, turn his Kareen into um a Muslim and got rid of his evil nature entirely. Oh, that's pretty. Cool. So that's kind. Of, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, didn't like, know I that think was that's an option. Right. I think that's a pretty cool, like, little. Like, yeah. The, uh, yeah. I, I just possibility. Yeah, for sure. So, some benefits do include that um, if you can manage to make your career a servant, you can get information from any other person in the world. Um, since every person has one, yours can go talk to others and, like, report back to you on the person you want to know about. Oh, what? So these other, cr- they're not loyal? Well, so, like since it's like such a long process and like really difficult and potentially dangerous it's assumed that like most people aren't oh so they're just gossiping yeah Yeah. Ah. so you can get you can get the tea Ooh, Uh, i'm trying to get the tea is pretty interesting yeah you can also know how to cure illnesses which is pretty neat find lost and stolen things and influence other people's careens to get them to do what you want that's fucked and being aware of anyone who's coming to see you before they get to you that's dope yeah so there's some pretty sick benefits yeah <laughs> but with great power yeah and like i didn't in the research that i have like i didn't see like what the danger necessarily is but i assume since they are Jin, like that's a That Mm -hmm. could could get pretty ugly if you mess it up.
1: Well, and people let power go to their heads, so I feel like if you have the ability to do that, like... Sit down.
0: I don't know. So, there is the... (laughs) Damn. I just wrote the next line. The Shaitin. Um, And they're evil jinn with no hope for salvation. Me! So, they have, like, pledged themselves to, like, the OG jinn... Um, they're pure evil, and they cause a whole lot of trouble in the human world, um, they cause illness and death, and Yikes. a lot of destruction, um, they're also, like, it's thought that they have the ability to possess humans, and, like, other djinn can also do that, but, like, these guys are, are real evil, so it's, it's particularly bad when they do it. Yikes. So, yeah. Um,
1: I take it back. It's not me. <laughs> I like to meddle.
0: I just want to meddle. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. All right. And then we have the Fel- Vatala. So, uh, they are thought to be the OG vampires. And they are very scary because they possess corpses and prevent them from decaying. So, they just like move freely in the human world undetectable. I hate that. Yes, I hate that they a lot. are highly, highly intelligent and thought to be natural psychics. And apparently they can also read your thoughts and tell a person's future. Great. Yeah So they're pretty scary.
1: The only pretty thing pretty scary that stops me from like cuz I want to be like I totally believe in this. I'm here for it. But what stops me Is that, like, they're not in charge. And I just feel
0: like if, like, they'd be all up, they'd be like, fuck y'all. Like. (laughs) So, I have to think that, like, maybe, like, the reason that they're not in charge is because, like, there are still, like, Allah and, like, the angels. Oh. Like, there's a hierarchy. So, I think, like, there's probably, like, some level of, like.
1: They're protecting us from.
0: Yeah, like, some level of protection. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, kind of going into, like, modern interpretations, um, so, uh, I don't know, like, there, there's definitely a shift in, like, modern perspectives on these beings, um, and of course, like, this has shaped, like, changed significantly, like, throughout history, um, so mm-hmm. some people still think that jinn are, like, literal beings, um, and some that think that they have more of a metaphorical implication, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, I I think that's pretty true with a lot of different aspects, especially, like, when we get into, like, religion and stuff.
1: Yeah. It's kind of open so, to your own interpretation.
0: Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people still believe that, um, like, they're very real. Um, and, of course, there are people who believe that they aren't real. Yeah. You know, naturally. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And one of the, argu- the arguments that skeptics have is that, like, they would have to be made of, like, solid or ethereal materials. And it seems like they're not either. Well. Like, they well, fall in that in-between.
1: This is what always gets me about aliens. Because they're like, well, they probably can't exist somewhere else because, like, there's no oxygen and stuff on other planets and that sort of thing. And I'm like, what makes you think they need what we need to live? Like, what yeah. makes you think the they have to have those things like they could just defy all logic and just exist just because
0: yeah and so there are a lot of people that just believe that they're beyond our ho- our comprehensions as, as humans right
1: because we don't know everything we know basically next to nothing
0: Uh-oh. yeah so the assumption is like if they're created by Allah or a higher being like it's arrogant for us to assume that we know everything
1: yeah it's arrogant for us to assume that we know everything anyways
0: yeah so you know. Yeah. But you know, it's if they are real, like they are a very, very dangerous threat. Yeah, for sure. If I can so, stay away from them. Yeah. Some accounts of them. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, there have been those that have sought out like exorcisms to get rid of them so again like it's very similar to like our understanding of like demons i don't think it's the same thing but i think it's kind of like what i can equate it to yeah pretty
1: similar and
0: yeah so it's kind of like if so many people like have the faith that like they exist then like it's hard to say whether or not they're real you know it's the same way that like so many people believe demons exist like it's hard to say if they're real or not you know um and in a similar way like if there are exorcisms and that would like indicate that there is some like proof that they're real right you know yeah there are sightings um that are perhaps like the most rampant in bahla um which is like a, a remote arabian outpost um so they the residents um report to regularly experience them mm-hmm. um so muhammad al-hinai um who's a devout muslim and a post uh, with postgraduate pre- credentials um said that he saw a pale woman in rags and heard a cackle um don't like and, that yeah like also claimed that like Another local claimed that their sibling displayed, like, personality changes after encountering, like, a spirit. Um, mm. So he said, I found my brother some nights muttering against a wall, muttering intelligible words. Um, That's and scary. so Yeah, there's, like, an exorcist um, who said, like, they want to tear us apart. Um, and he's claimed that he's treated over 5,000 people.
1: That's um, a lot of people.
0: So, like, it's a very, like... Like this isn't just like, oh, like here's some lore. Like, like this is something like very real for the people yeah. experiencing it. Right. Very real. And of course, like they appear in popular culture as well. Hmm. Um. So they are in a grayer area as like demons from Christianity, um, because they kind of go between good and evil and are more comparable to humans than I think demons are. Right um but they are in a works like one thousand and one nights which is a collection of famous folk tales from the islamic golden age um the fisherman and the genie um and of course like there's um netflix has its first um arabic original series uh called jinn um but there was some controversy in jordan over some um immoral scenes quote-unquote yeah but essentially a youth attempt like children try to save the world from a djinn um but yeah i mean that's kind of where we're at i mean i've got a couple more things you know like you can get possessed by a djinn of course we've kind of gone over that um well yeah that's that's sort of what i got oh that was fun
1: yeah kind of spooky on this thursday
0: morning yeah it was a really interesting topic um a lot of information really difficult to figure <laughs> out what i was going to include and what i wasn't going to include but <laughs> sure. i really wanted to make sure i got kind of the different types of djinn in there because I think that's really interesting to me. Right. But the background is also super interesting. Like I I don't think like I had like a, a small understanding of what I thought they were. Yeah. Um I did not realize how many like similarities to like demonology were there. I mean obviously it's not like the same thing. Like there's Right. A lot of differences too but i i did it was a lot of stuff that i didn't didn't know it was a very interesting topic
1: well spooky season as i've already said is upon us and our (laughs) momager lynn she's cranked up the spooky to 11. heck yeah so um i'm pretty pumped about today's topic it's very um i don't know i feel like it's a very simple topic but it's good i feel like for halloween so Ooh, I like it here for it. Uh, but I'm going to start with like a little short story. And it is one from Miss Ellen Jones of Kempston, which is in Bedford, which I think is in the UK. Okay. I don't know geography. So. Okay. okay. Word. So this is a quote. Um, it's the evidence of Miss Ellen Jones of Kempston. So it says that Miss Jones relates how on two occasions she obtained an excellent likeness of her deceased husband. The second photograph referred to shows a remarkable likeness on comparison with like a normal photograph. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she says she had a sitting at Crewe, um, and I'll explain what that is here in a minute. So she had a sitting at crew about four years ago and again this last March. Success attended both sittings. The March sitting took place in my own house. Mr. Hope and Miss Buxton stayed with us a couple of days, and we got a photo with three extras on one plate. We considered Mm -hmm. the last one a perfect likeness of my husband, just as he was before his last illness. The first was very good, only rather too much like what he was at the time of his passing over. So you see, it was rather painful, but a truthful likeness. My son was with Mr. Hope the whole time he developed the plates. He knows quite a lot about photography, and we used our own plates. Okay. So, that's just her saying, like, twice now we've had pictures yeah. of my husband. And this is, like, back in the day. Like,
0: Yeah.
1: I, I said four years ago. I'm not talking, like, 2018. <laughs> I'm talking, yeah. like, 1800s. 1900s. Um, early 1900s. Yeah. So, what we're talking about... Um. What we're gonna, yeah, sorry. Blech. So what we'll be discussing today is uh, spirit photography or like ghost f- photography, if some people would prefer to call it that. I love it. Yes. So spirit photography is basically just uh, taking pictures of ghosts. It's pretty self-explanatory, but I'm ten out of ten. Love it. Yeah, just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Ghost hunting for obvious reasons, is where this profession really peaks. Um, yeah. And never in my life did I think that I would discuss Zach Bagans as much as we yes! do. Yes! <gasps> He's not, like, directly in this episode, but we've gotten to ghost hunting, which means that we're at fucking Zach Bagans, so. Light of my life, Zach Bagans?
0: <sighs> we talk about him so much. Uh, it be, yeah, because that is 13-year-old me, is, like, vision board dream man i mean, i have to distinguish because at some point like 13 year old me grew out of that but like 13 year old me was like that is gonna be my man and what 14
1: year old you is the one that wanted christopher walken or what no <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it 12 listen <laughs> it's christopher we've been over this it is christopher walken's headless body and there is a difference
1: Mm, I don't th- think that there <laughs> is I think it's all Christopher
0: Walken <laughs> for any of you who are new to this I encourage you to go back and listen to the Headless Horseman episode Or Brenna has and then questionable and then immediately sexual immediately google Christopher Walken's headless mm-hmm. body from the Sleepy Hollow movie do it I'm gonna move
1: on um, Never So really I want to be focusing on like the old school Like post American Civil War Type stuff Okay Um. So post Civil War There is this like Amateur photographer and he's like yeah I take pics of dead people Hell yeah and He's like please see the photos of my cousin That's been dead for 12 years
0: <laughs> How like Like, I just am so curious on, like, how you end up stumbling into that profession. I think you accidentally take
1: a photo of your cousin who's been dead for 12 years, and then that's what you're doing. Yeah.
0: But, like, how do you, like, I guess, how do you get the ghosts to cooperate?
1: I, okay, I think it's more of, like, the way I kind of understand it is, like, people came in frequently, and, like, sometimes they would get them, and sometimes they wouldn't. So, I feel like <gasps> it's okay. more of a gimmick than anything, if I'm being
0: honest. So, like, you're real hit or miss on whether on or not your career's doing well in this or not. Well,
1: they were pretty successful. Um, we're jumping okay. ahead. I'll get to it in a minute. They were pretty successful, though, the few people that did this kind of thing.
0: Okay. Despite
1: some things. Um, so, yeah. uh, this guy, he's like, look, I've got this picture of my cousin who's been dead for 12 years. And he publishes it in 1862. And everyone's like, oh, shit, that's a ghost. It's a ghost. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a ghost. Um, now, this caused quite the media frenzy for 1862. And William Mumler, Mumler, he is the man with a dead cousin pic. He's like, Yes, yeah. yeah, so this is my job now. And he opens up a very successful, like, spirit photography biz in New York and Boston. Um, okay. Called Spirit photographic medium straight to the fucking point i
0: love that yeah Yeah. call it what it is man
1: Mm um mumler even goes on to photograph like mary todd lincoln who okay for those of you that don't know is abraham lincoln's like wife um he didn't want to get abe just his wife no he does get abe apparently like you (gasps) can allegedly see him in the background with mary todd lincoln it's like a famous photo posted on the instagram he said i'm not missing out on this this photo op he said, well, this is what the people came to see. Obviously. She came to this place. Yeah, so uh, apparently D. D. Mary Todd Lincoln with her husband. Okay. Pretty neat. Um, so shortly after 1862 and 1863, William Hope mm-hmm. was born, and he was very big into the spoopy ghost videos, or photos, sorry.
0: <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, and he was very big. It's like, ah, yes. Big babies. Big babies.
1: Um, yeah, some would even okay. consider this William Hope a uh, spirit photographer pioneer. Um, he walked, okay. basically, so Baggins could run.
0: I love that. Yeah. Yes. Also, uh, p- please put some respect on his name. It's Baggins. Uh, Baggins, you gotta, Baggins. You gotta really hit, like, the, the northern, like... It's big. It's a big. It's a big. It's a big. Anyways.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Hope formed the Crew Circle Spiritualist Group that was based in Crew, England, and he deemed himself the leader of the group after he took his first ghost glamour shot in 1905. Incredible, yes. Yeah. I love that energy. From there, though, the Crew Circle. Gaslight S- Girl Boss Gatekeep. Yeah. He said, I'm also <laughs> in charge. Look at me. <laughs> Um, so from there, the Crew Circle Studio is like where they took the pictures of deceased loved ones and they ran a pretty successful business. So like,
0: do, y- do they go to the places or do the, the people come to them and they're like, I would really like a picture of my deceased whomever? No, the people come to them. Okay, that makes more sense, because I was like, how do you get the ghost in the studio? No, no,
1: no, I think, uh, no, I'm understanding that...
0: Like here, ghosty, ghosty...
1: Yeah, I think that it's like that. I think that you have to, the ghost has to follow you to the studio. I think that the people, the customers (gasps) are coming to the studio, is the way that I understand it.
0: See, that seems difficult to me, though. I mean, maybe. You're like, hey, like, I'm going to this ghost studio... You should
1: follow me. But, like, when you think about it, it's not like they're picking up their, you know, their cannon. Like, they've got, the, I'm sure that it was a process to move cameras back then. That's valid, but I feel like it was also a
0: process to move ghosts back then.
1: Maybe he's just tagging along. Maybe it's pretty simple.
0: <laughs> what if your ghost doesn't come?
1: Then you spent $25 on nothing. Wow incredible just the luck of the draw really wow what a concept what a concept yeah so um and for 25 bucks we might get a pick uh, of your deceased loved one i don't know how much you're it was. Lucky. but uh uh in 1919 it said that there's a photo session that the crew circle captured where they had some like weird ectoplasmic bag and like automatic writing okay. from um okay the founder archdeacon thomas Cawley i don't know so what? i don't know. this guy died and they supposedly got pictures of him ectoplasmic bag sounds gross for sure it i didn't like that when i was typing yeah. it or when i said it or when i read it i don't i don't like that at all yeah um that's gross so sir arthur Con- arthur conan doyle he was there O G, huh an og yeah He was there when these photos were, like, developed, and he used them in his book called The Case of Spirit Photography.
0: Incredible. Mm -hmm.
1: Naturally, many skeptics... Hello? (laughs) Naturally, many skeptics were, like, openly criticizing, like, Mumler and Hope. Um, They even kind of proved that Mumler was, like, a fraud. Uh, Apparently, he was, like, laying over like oh. other pictures like onto these pictures to make that happen yeah um that'll do it and it was also like okay based on my understanding mumler gets arrested and like goes to jail right and they're like in court because he's like deceived all these people
0: yeah and for
1: whatever reason pt barnum is there and okay this man has no room to talk about like literally none that's fake pt you fucking screwed a lot of people out of a lot of money and you are not a good yeah, person you're, you're a bad person the best thing that happened to you was that hugh jackman played you in that movie that i really like literally other than that pt barnum you're a garbage human being
0: but pt barnum like the only good thing that we know about you is that hugh jackman played you once yeah and this <clears throat> is a hugh jackman appreciation podcast <laughs> we love hugh jackman we do not like pt barnum no the Greatest Showman is so good. Though. So
1: good, though. Oh,
0: my God. Zendaya. Uh. Oh. Oh. Uh. Oh, she is. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So um, uh, anyways, P.T. Barnum sucks.
1: Yeah. But basically, this guy's like in court and he ends up being like acquitted of like deception okay. and whatnot. Um, even though like one of his ghosts, quote unquote, ghosts in his photos was proven to be alive still. Pfft.
0: that's rough.
1: I don't know. But they still, like, him and Hope <laughs> both still had pretty successful careers, and Mummler did eventually go back to just, like, regular photography. Okay. But, I don't know. Even after all that, they were still, like, ghost pictures. And he
0: was like, yeah. Imagine being the person that, like, was supposedly dead. Oh, no shit. Sure. Like, imagine seeing that picture and you're like, I, right here. I'm I'm still good. Like <laughs> standing. I, I haven't
1: died yet. <laughs> yeah, standing right here. <laughs> um, so we're gonna back up a couple of years to uh, 1917, when Elsie Wright and her cousin Francis Gr- Griffiths, mm-hmm. Francis Griffiths, Griffiths. I can't yeah. say it. Um. These two cousins from Cotting Cottingly, England. They were, <laughs> like, messing around. They had a camera. They took some photos, and when they were, like, developed, um, you could see, like, these little fairies or, like, little dots.
0: Ooh, uh, like little Orbeez?
1: Yeah, kind of. Okay. And um, the girls claimed that they couldn't see anything while they were playing and taking photos, and they, like, only saw after it was developed. Hmm. So, naturally, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, he, like, gets a hold of them and he uses them to yeah. illustrate like an article on fairies that he wrote for like stand magazine Doyle he believed that these photos were proof that like this psychic phenomenon really exists okay um there were five photos that were taken by Wright and Griffiths that became public in 1919 when Wright's mother she attended this um theosophical society meeting and she shows these pictures to the speaker and the speaker's like yeah those are fairies okay because that's common knowledge yeah i don't know what um from there though they were displayed at like the society's annual like conference later that year so these pictures that's of the cool. um Cottingley fairies they're a pretty big deal yeah now the society for the study of supernormal pictures yes it says supernormal pictures very normal yeah i don't like supernormal that sounds wrong it does. Anyways. Yeah, I don't like that. The SSSP, um, it was founded in 1918 to investigate, like, spirit photography. And the high members um, of this society, such as Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and yeah. the secretary Fred Barlow, they were like, yeah, the Cotting- Cottingley Fairies, uh, they're legit. <laughs> they check out. Yeah. Um, but since then, the SSSP has dissolved due to a lack of belief in spiritual photography. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, but while they were a thing, they said these fairies were legit, so.
0: Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, we don't know. Seems like they might be a little biased, but it's sure. fine.
1: Doyle definitely has an agenda. Um, So, that's kind of it, though, for spirit photography. I do have some stories, though, that I would like to <gasps> share. Hmm. Yes, share them. Um, so, I'm going to read this one kind of word for word. It's a little bit long, but just bear with me. It's like this guy's, like, written account.
0: Is one of them from Zach Bagan. No.
1: Curses! Okay, so this is from uh, Reverend G. Vale Owen. Okay. And he says... Let me prepare myself. I'm not good at the reading. So... I have had several sittings with Mr. William Hope and Miss Buxton at Crewe. I will briefly l- relate one experience. In 1910, I was just dro- I can't read. In 1910, <laughs> on? I was just dropping off to sleep when I saw in the far corner of the room a beautiful girl's face smiling at me. Oh. It slowly disappeared sideways behind a screen. I wondered who the owner was. It was slightly oval, radiant with joy And the eyes were laughing at me With just a touch of rogue Hello? R-O-G-U-I-S-H What the fuck does that spell? R- Okay, wait R-O-G-U-I-S-H
0: I got nothing My mind just stopped working
1: Okay, well, with a touch of whatever that word is, enjoyment um, at my perplexity. Roguish? Maybe, that's what I was gonna go with, but I don't. Ruggish? F- no, because that would be RUG. That's what I thought. I don't know. Anyways, there was a certain efflorescence permeating it, um, a light which did not proceed from an exterior object. But, okay. which seemed to be one with the substance of which the face was composed. But, it was not a mask. It was a living face. Okay. Okay. Hold on. There's more. About eight years... He snapped h- a pic? Huh? He snap a pic? Uh, no. Uh. Oh, hold on. We're getting there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> About eight years later, I saw the same face again, this time about six inches from my own. On this second occasion, (gasps) there came into my mind, as if intentionally projected there, the name Ruby. Ruby is my daughter who passed away at the age of 15 months in 1896. Uh So, in August of 1917, my wife and I paid a visit to the crew circle. On one of the negatives appeared the face I had already seen clairvoyantly. It was not a full face, as I'd seen it on the two previous occasions, but in profile. This disposes of the theory that it might have been a thought form of my own. Later on, we were having a talk with this spirit child of ours in our own home at Oxford, and I took the opportunity to ask her if it was who she had managed to get her picture... Hello? If it was she... Okay, sorry, I left out a word. If it was she who managed to get her picture on the plate at Crewe, her reply was, I don't know, Daddy. I was there and tried to. I should love to have done it. Did I? My answer was that I was satisfied that she had done so. This man, I'm gonna take a pause in his story real fast. He is talking awfully casual about talking to his dead daughter. Oh It's this but that's is very so sweet. It is very sweet, but he's like yeah, we were just chatting her up later on and I asked if it was her like hello. That is I mean uh, it's awfully casual.
0: <laughs> I feel like we left out a little bit of details on how you started talking to her, but it is a very sweet story. It
1: is very sweet. It's almost done. Um so I also asked her why it was in profile and she said that was in order that she might show her hair. She said it was in order that she might show her hair, sorry. Um, Even when she passed away as a baby, her abundant light brown hair was an exceptional feature. On the photograph, it was also conspicuous. Um, I'm satisfied that the picture is the likeness of my daughter, Ruby. We have received more than one description of her as she appears in the spirit life. And this portrait tallies with these descriptions. I am at one with (laughs) with several of my friends who have sat with them in their conviction that there is no trickery used by these mediums in the production of results obtained people talk so weird back then on all my visits to crew i have been struck with the transparent honesty earnest of both mr hope and miss buxton the only conclusion to which i can come is that they are out for the sole purpose of helping others with their rare gift at cost uh, wait, at great cost to their own comfort and convenience. Personally, I am grateful to them for their self-sacrificing service.
0: Oh, very sweet. Oh. Yeah, it seems like it really worked out for him. He did leave
1: out a lot to that story, though.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. He also added a lot to that story. Yeah, he did.
1: Uh, That's
0: yeah it's mm. sweet though it doesn't change the fact that they definitely did lie about some things but mm-hmm. i'm glad it worked out for him that's really sweet yeah that was very sweet
1: um so we're gonna do like a more modern one Ooh, um okay in 2016 henry Yao, <gasps> i think mm-hmm. is how you say it um it, he was visiting the stanley hotel which <gasps> if you guys don't yeah. know that's the one from the shining um very mm-hmm. spooky ooky very and uh he took like a picture of what looks like a ghostly figure inside the staircase of the hotel mm-hmm. and like most people are like yeah that makes total sense because like the stanley Hotel's haunted as fuck because like the shining like it's haunted yeah. it's all haunted um now there's this guy kenny biddle he is a paranormal investigator and he says that the ghost that um yow ghost in uh Quotations in case you couldn't hear that in my tone. Um, Mm -hmm. the ghost that he captured was simply caused by the camera being in like a panorama mode, which takes like longer to take the photo because, like, you're yeah, so the exposure lasts longer. So, like, I don't know. Basically, they think it's somebody that was already walking on the stairs and like caught him kind of again in the panorama. Okay, yeah, um. Biddle and this guy Ben Rafford he's an American author they were like nah this is just a lady on the stairs and she was like walking and like messed the picture up and other people are like nah man this is a ghost ghost um, they though Biddle he writes an article with this guy Joe Nickel and it's called um mm-hmm. so you have a ghost in your photo and they basically explain that like the ghost you see in a lot of paranormal photos is basically just like the light reflecting pretty weirdly like yeah. off of something um, they explained, quote, the light reflecting off a camera strap can produce a bright white strand or a spiraling vortex of spirit energy depending on the material the strap is made from. Other things like strands of hair, jewelry, flying insects, like they can all be mistaken. Okay. For these little things, like if your exposure was too long or whatever and it caught it, like...
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair.
1: Yeah, and then they say things like cold weather when people are, like, breathing in and out or, like, cigarette smoke or fog can look like ectoplasmic mist. Okay. Um, And, like I said, like, long exposures that take several seconds can cause these kinds of things.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So, really, I think it's um up to your own interpretation. So, my next kind of plan, because that's really all that I've got. Like I said, it wasn't a very... Um long topic, but I thought mm-hmm. maybe I can find uh ghost photos on the internet and we can play a game <gasps> called um like ghoster bug ghost or bug <laughs> ghoster bug. Ghost yes. bug okay, yeah, and we'll post the pictures and let you guys play too. um let me find some ghost photos. Welcome to
0: Ghost or bug. Ooh, okay.
1: Okay. So do you want to describe, like, the first picture
0: for us? Okay. So the first picture looks like it's at a restaurant, maybe? Yeah, something like that. For sure. There's a lady waiter. Mm Mm-hmm. And in, like, the corner, there's something circled. And I'm not sure if... Okay, that's that's the top of a chair. Yeah,
1: it, it looks like it's like the little blob behind it.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna go because it's real grainy. Yeah, it's
1: super grainy, but this it looks like almost like a thin white line, sort of like a white blob. I don't know how to explain what this little orb looks like. It looks like a little orb with a tail. Yeah, almost like a tadpole, but ghosty.
0: Um, I'm going to go with not ghost.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with, like, reflection of lights. Yeah. I think.
0: Okay, and then, ooh, the second picture now, is a Now, this one is, sick. like, is it real or, like, fake? Yeah, this one's a sick pic of the, the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Um... Got a whole lot of people vibing out in front of a, a building that looks like it's on in construction. And in the background, in the, one of the windows, you can see, like, a, like, a figure. Ooh, I'm gonna go with real. You think so? I think so, yeah. I
1: don't know. I mean, that's an awfully clear photo.
0: Yeah? I'm going to go with real. I feel like that's real. I'm
1: going 50-50. I really don't know. <laughs> I'll say it's real for the sake of the season, which is spooky. Thank you, baby. And then- My husband
0: gave me a french fry.
1: I love that. And that last photo is just the Mary Todd Lincoln photo, where you can see Abe has his hands on her shoulders. And so wait, is she still alive?
0: married in to this pic she, no she's she still dead no she's pig.
1: alive in this pic
0: oh so abe's vibing in the background yeah
1: hmm i don't know it looks pretty clear so either this is abraham lincoln's ghost or they laid another thing and did like an exposure situation
0: i think it's fake only because spirit photography and like that kind of stuff back in that time era mm-hmm was really really like like there are so many pictures of like um like so many pictures like this where like you have people like actively faking it yeah and like so many stories of it getting debunked and I feel like because they were already like caught lying right (laughs) it makes me feel like it's
1: not real probably not no I mean it's a pretty clear photo and my understanding is back then you had to just stand there and wait so that brings us to the end of another uh, Thursday
0: morning or afternoon yes. or
1: whenever you're listening.
0: Yeah, whenever you decide you want to put up with all of our shenanigans. Yes, there are lots of them. So many. Um.
1: But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, it is spooky season, yeah. so we'll be cranking it up a little bit, I, I think doing some spooky episodes yes for sure um but you guys can check us out on the
0: socials do you want to tell them what they are yeah so we are at your mom's a hoax on most of the things um aside from tiktok we are ymah pod on tiktok Mm -hmm. and if you would like to email us you can reach us at your mom's a hoax pod is
1: that right
0: your mom's a hoax pod yeah is that our email yeah gmail your mom's a hoax pod at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us personally mm-hmm. um i think that's all of the things that you can find us on so far yeah i think so we have the instagrams and the twitters
1: mm-hmm. facebook um, page
0: oh yeah we have the facebook page and just started the tiktok we're working on that
1: hmm.
0: hmm. having some fun youtube will be up at some point
1: yeah <laughs> we'll figure it out yeah when when as soon as i figure out what i'm doing with my life Yeah, same um but we love you guys and so much uh i guess we'll see you guys next week
0: heck yeah tune in yes. it'll be another fun one
1: for sure all right okay. uh we'll see you guys later <gasps> Bye.
0: bye, bye.
1: <gasps>